Welcome to the Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Carrie Donahue, in for Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. It's Monday, May 2nd, and we're bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on demand like podcasts. Here's the latest. The head of Russia's space agency says his country will withdraw its participation in the International Space Station. That's according to Russian news agencies quoted by Bloomberg. Dmitry Rogozin says the move is in response to Western sanctions. The ISS has been one of the rare cases of ongoing cooperation between the U.S. and Russia. Russian forces resumed shelling the Azovstal steel plant in Mariupol overnight. The shelling followed two days of ceasefire that allowed the International Red Cross to evacuate about 100 civilians, mostly women and children, who had taken shelter there. Ukrainian officials say there are still hundreds of civilians and as many as 500 wounded soldiers at the steel plant. Russian troops who looted $5 million worth of high-tech farm equipment from a John Deere dealership in Ukraine got a nasty surprise. The combines and tractors have been shut off remotely. CNN reports some of the equipment was shipped to Chechnya and is now sitting idle because the thieves can't even turn it on. However, Russian hackers are reportedly hard at work trying to bypass the locking system. The state of Arkansas is suing the retail store company Family Dollar over a massive rodent infestation in one of its distribution centers. The lawsuit claims the budget chain knew about the problem, but continued to sell contaminated products, including food and medicine. Oh, and before you go running to the Dollar Tree instead, just know that Dollar Tree owns Family Dollar. Work is drying up for Instacart shoppers. The Wall Street Journal says customers just aren't ordering groceries online as much as they were during peak pandemic, and it's turning a once lucrative job into just more of a grind. Inflation and frequent product shortages are also having a negative effect. Fewer, smaller orders means less in tips for Instacart's hundreds of thousands of shoppers. Here's a cool thing. You can browse and skip through the segments of this show. Look for the chapters feature in Apple Podcasts, Overcast, and many other podcast apps, or check out our player at insider.com slash the refresh. Coming up, Dave is out today, in case you hadn't noticed, but he left us a chat he had about resume gaps. He talks to one professional in tech who says taking a break from your career to take care of others or yourself can be really valuable. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. After the pandemic and the great resignation, many workers are facing the dreaded career gap on their resumes. But Prabha Cannon, who worked at Apple as the head writer for Siri, has chosen to take two career gaps. The first one lasted seven years, and she just entered her second sabbatical in January. So Prabha, why did you leave your first job in 2010? Yeah, so I was living in Boston at the time, and I had two major life changes that precipitated my career break. One, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. And two, I gave birth to my first child. So I went back to work after maternity leave, which for me was four months. And I just wasn't ready. I didn't feel like I was doing a good job at home. I wasn't doing a good job at work. And I really wasn't doing a good job of taking care of myself. 
but I was fortunate to be in a position where I could take some time off and know that our family would be okay financially. So I left the paid workforce then. I think a lot of people, particularly mothers, would object to the term resume gap. How do you feel about that term, specifically resume gap? I I hate it. To call that a resume gap or a career break implies that nothing has happened during that time, that you weren't doing anything productive. I was never as busy as I was in my life as I was during the seven years that I didn't have a full-time job. And I, I did everything. I was managing a disability. You know, I gave birth to two kids and I was taking a bunch of classes, writing classes largely. And, you know, I was I was really sort of bettering myself. When you, when you were actually thinking about coming back to work, were hiring managers open to it? I did so many things during that time period. I did so many, like, like I, I pitched a lot of writing pieces. I published a lot of writing pieces. I, you know, had a lot of consulting gigs. And I think those things were tremendously beneficial for when I was ready to go back into the career force. I I think that tech companies sort of take a lot of pride in marketing themselves as risk takers, right? I think the one area where they don't take risk is in their hiring practices, which are as traditional and as antiquated as ever. Uh, and, And I think really folks with career breaks or resume gaps uh, are, are, are folks who've taken some of the biggest risks. What is riskier? What is a riskier move in your career than leaving a job without having another one lined up? And I think that in particular for tech companies, um, they would benefit a tremendous amount by looking at folks with non-traditional career paths and resume gaps first, as opposed to last, because that's where you're going to get some of the biggest innovators. So you were at Apple for about how long? Just over four years. I started out as a Siri writer and was in that role for two years before I was promoted to head writer and managing editor. And so why did you decide to take a break the second time around? Yeah, so the second one was a lot harder for me to leave. I loved my job at Apple. But ultimately, I I decided that I needed to clear some space for myself primarily, but for my family as well, especially after these last couple of years. Pandemic parenthood was really challenging for me, and self-care during a pandemic was really challenging for me. So the way I put it is I wasn't running from Apple, I was running to my family, and I think that's a really important distinction to make. I didn't leave because I hated my job, I left because I felt the pool of parenthood. You recognize your own privilege, which I think is super important. You chose to take a career gap, and you were able to because you had the financial security, but... For others, they're forced to take a career gap and they don't have the same level of financial security. So what advice do you have for them? Yeah, I'd say one of the biggest pieces of advice I have is to leverage your network. That was something that was huge for me when I was ready to come back into the workforce. Um, But I think most importantly, when you take a career break, you you have to be thoughtful about how you're going to spend that time as well. I think one of the big things that helped me sort of pivot back into that position at Apple and, and to get back into the workforce after such an extended period of time off was that I kind of designed my career break in a, in a way that, that, that made it look attractive to, to companies. Thank you so much, Prabha. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. Prabha Cannon is the former head writer for Siri. Make sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave a rating and review. It helps other people discover the show. You can also just tell your smart speaker to play The Refresh from Insider podcast. I'm Carrie Donahue. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Talk to you soon. 